You are listening to The Simple Truth, an LL Canada podcast. We hope this message will bring transformation, not just information, and encourage and challenge you into a deeper relationship with Jesus. And so I want to read to you from Exodus 20. It's also found in Deuteronomy, um, where the Lord says, I lay the sins of the parents upon their children, the entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations of those who love me and obey my commands. So there's a real promise there that yes, sin has impacted us and there's consequences. And interestingly enough, he's not saying the fifth, the sixth, seventh generation. He's actually saying it only goes to the third and the fourth generation. And for most of us, we can look back, even though we may not have all the information, we can say, okay, that includes my, my parents. That includes my grandparents, my great grandparents. What has happened in their lives and on the family line that has actually impacted them that I also am able to see as sin? And so we can really identify a lot of our own wounding by just taking a look at some of the things that have happened in our generational line and our our origin of family. And really it's a standing uh, in the gap and just acknowledging the sin, thanking God for the blessing, but acknowledging the sin and saying, Lord, would you actually lift off of me or I repent on behalf of my generations for their sin, but I too have also sinned in some of the very same ways. And so it's really important to acknowledge that that generational peace is so important. We also know that when we sin in generational ways, and they're so familiar to us, I don't know if you guys have have ever struggled with that, but you know, everybody (laughs) in the family does this certain thing, or we just are this way and we are able to actually identify it, what unfortunately can happen is there's the law of sowing and reaping. And we find the, the, the scripture in Galatians 6, 7, where it says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. So even though we might be planting um, things that actually are sinful but familiar to us, There's a reaping and a sowing, a sowing and a reaping that happens in our life that actually can reproduce not only to the next generation, but actually can um, rob us from peace and life and a whole bunch of things that actually God designed. And it works both ways. Like you're saying, the the blessings are here to a thousand generations. Oh, absolutely. But there can also be that same principle of the children receiving an inheritance. Absolutely. Actually means that when the the enemy can sow things into the family that continue. Yeah, okay. It's true. I get it. One of the other things that can actually really affect us is not so much just generational inheritance, but parenting. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, God had designed within parenting is that children be loved and accepted and uh, to have that perfect love. But of course, we know that nobody here on this earth gets perfectly loved, right? There's all sorts of imperfect parenting that we experience. Things like rejection, sure. things like um, you know being under a parent that has almost like a perfect standard, you know, where you feel like you have to be perfect, which really actually goes against what God is saying here. He says, actually, you don't have to be perfect. I made an atonement for you for there to be grace. Mm-hmm. But when we have a mom and a dad that has a a, a set of standards or expectations that are too high for us to, to fall under, 
then it can actually cause a crushing. It can actually cause us to be kind of heavy laden. And so, and then we can also experience things like abuse. And yeah, you know, abuse doesn't just happen, um, you know, verbally or physically, but we know that it can happen spiritually. We know that uh, abuse can also happen sexually, which is some of the deepest kind of wounding that a per person can experience. And so uh, this really plays out in marriage. Well, yeah, and when it happens yeah. at home, it just breaks us that much deeper. Absolutely. Because home's supposed to be a safe place. Right, yeah. absolutely. And often abuses uh, in, in any of those four ways are happening at such a young age yeah. that the cognitive ability <laughs> to um, rationalize and be able to reason why this is happening is really difficult and really tricky for a child to understand. Uh, it's so true. And in, I think even when we're trying to understand it, yeah. we come up with all kinds of interpretations and conclusions it's true. that form the foundations of who we are. Like in our last session, we were talking about the foundation of marriage. You're talking about the foundation of the person. Right. Of, of my right. identity, how I relate to my world. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really looking at my story now, my story and my journey and what's happened to me in my story that has created a sense of wounding. You know, so many times people come to us and they, everybody has a story. We've learned that uh, very early on. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes we tend to minimize my story as compared to somebody else's story. Maybe your story is a little bit more intense. You've had more severe wounding, more uh, abuses that have happened in your life. And so I can tend to compare and actually say, no, mine's not that big of a deal. When actually, in reality, when I minimize my wounds, I'm not really doing myself any favor. That's true. Yeah, that wounding and that suffering tends to stay a little bit stuck. And guess what? I bring it right in to my marriage relationship. We don't realize we do. We don't realize That's we so do it. There's also other relationships yes. that actually come into factor here when we talk about wounding and being wounded. And sometimes, um, you know, we can have situations in our life as a young person where we have an authority figure. Often, you know, people talk about, you know, the school years, the young years where, mm -hmm. you know, maybe a teacher didn't like you or you were bullied in school, or there's just certain circles or groups of friends that really wounded us when we were a child. And it is painful, but what do you do with that pain? You know, so often we kind of push it to the side and we move forward, we grow up, we become adults, but actually we've never really taken the time to deal with the wounding that actually is supposed to actually, um, you know, not be there and to be healed. Now, now we have Jesus, which is amazing, who actually, you know, died, shed his blood. He actually was rejected. He was um, betrayed, and and it says in the word he took, like, you know, his body was whipped. He became scarred for us. And so, you know, what does it look like to allow that Christ? to come and touch those wounds that happened many years ago that we put away maybe in, in a closet or we tucked away and we invite him in today as an adult and say, you know what, that's still affecting me today. You know, what happened mm -hmm. in those relationships still affect how I react to you. Well, I, I think we don't notice. I think it, it actually, it's the intimacy of marriage where mm -hmm. two lives come together 
that exposes those That's things. Right. So we interpret it as a marital problem right. rather than a brokenness inside of me. Right. And, and our relationship is just kind of exposing what's going on in there. It's... Yeah, actually, I would say that's very much real, and yeah. and so there's a there's an opportunity for us to take right responsibility mm -hmm. for our own healing yes. journey within our marriage. That's actually not about our spouse; it's actually about me, and it's a journey that God wants to take us on. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. Visit LLCanadaCourses.com for more information about LL Canada and the resources we offer.